happy Saturday. It's your girl, Serene Dumas Lee. Thank you for joining in on another episode of A Rainbow Word for Women. I am super excited. I hope y'all had a great week, a week of busting open some doors, letting some doors close because y'all know how we do. We can't walk through everything because every door is not for us. Y'all, I have mentioned about a week ago because, you know, I was absent last week. Y'all, I needed a mental health break. I went away with the husband. Um, but I had mentioned the week before I was having some amazing guests coming up and I'm super excited about these ladies, about this anthology, about this book project, because it's something that we don't hear about. It's something that is a stigmatism in just to say the community of women, right? When you have that baby or that, that son or daughter at an early age, and it seems like life is over, but these ladies got some stories to tell. Um, the visionary, when we will talk to her, Miss Wendy Rhodes, she gonna give it to y'all straight, give it to y'all raw. I'm super excited. So y'all hold on to your seats. You'll know how to reach these later, ladies sooner than later. Um, just sit back and listen. And listen, if you had a baby at a young age, they got the advice for you, they got the experience for you, and they got the subjects for you. So tune in, hold on, and let's get it. Hey, Miss Wendy. Hey, Serene. Thanks for having me here. Awesome, awesome. I'm so excited to meet you. We kind of cross like Facebook paths, but um, your book title, I kind of, I like watching the scenes. I'm not one of them lurkers though, because I will say something, you know, I'll jump in the inbox real quick. <laughs> but um, your book title, I did it. It's so catchy. But then when you read the subtitle, teen mom and just parenting, like what was your vision for this? How did this come about? Like, give us a little bit of who Wendy is and how this vision came about? Well, um, I will tell you how the vision came about first. Um, first off, about a year ago, I wrote a chapter in a book where I was actually like wide open with everything that happened in my life. Um, there was a lot of things that people didn't know, so I was able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things happened during my teen years that caused me to forget about what I really wanted to do in my life. Yes. So I sat back and I prayed and I asked God, what did I really want to do? Because I went through abuse. I went through sexual assault and different things like that. So mm -hmm. that old person that I used to be, she was gone. So when I prayed about it and I asked God, God showed me what it was that I said that I wanted to do as a teen mom, because once I became a teen mom, it was like all of these different things. Like I want to do this for teen girls and I want to have a transitional home. I want to do this and this. And then God just dropped it in my spirit on doing an anthology with other women who were teen moms that were successful at doing that. That is so, so awesome. That's so awesome. And you, you hit a, a good point and you gave a good nugget right there because like I said, you know, the stigmatism of when you have a baby young, it's almost as if life is over, you'll never have a career, you know, for those who want to be famous, you might not be famous, uh, you know, your life just stops and everything becomes about that child, which in some turn it does, but it doesn't mean that life is over for us, right? It doesn't mean that we have to give up. It doesn't mean that our dreams have to die. It doesn't mean that God won't give us new dreams or put us back on a path because, you know, his word says he makes the crooked places straight. So even though you may have forgot, 
I thank God that he brought, you, he brought it back to you and then gave you a plethora of ideas to bring other women along to tell their stories that might have that might not have told their stories if it wasn't for I did it. So thank you, Miss Wendy, for even being bold enough to talk about it because you know how like things become so normal? Like look at the things we the society we're in now. Like we're in a new normal. Teen pregnancy became a normal. It wasn't, it's not even discussed anymore. So I think that's wonderful that you put this project out here, that this book is happening, that it's, when is it dropping? October 8th, correct? October 8th. Yeah, October 8th, get y'all buttons clicking. Let's, let's Amazon bestseller, international bestseller, let's do it. Um, yes. But these ladies have really poured out their hearts. I could just, just tell and feel it and sense it. So I'm excited, can't wait to read. Um, so Ms. Wendy, if you could tell a single mother or a teen mother, anything, what would you tell her? Ooh, a teen mother or a single mother. I would tell, um, a teen mother that they can do it, mm -hmm. that just stay focused look into different programs that they have available. There is mentoring programs and different things that are available to them. Pray if you actually believe in a higher being or if you have a family member that you can depend on to mentor or be there for you, yes. lean on that person. Right. Because one thing about teen mothers is they go through a lot of emotional stuff. Right because they're, they don't have a way to get it out. A lot of them just don't have anybody they can, they can even kind of bounce things off of besides their little friends and their little friends don't know no more than they do. Right, you said a whole mouthful right there because she's, and you know, motherhood is just emotional anyway, right? So imagine I, I didn't have my, my son at a teenage, but I wouldn't say I was grown either. I was 21 and thought I knew everything. Right. So um, that says a lot about the women that you all became, you know, because I just sent success in education all on the platform right now. So I can't wait to talk to each and every one of you all. But that doesn't mean just because you had this child, life is over. Miss Shakira, how you doing, dear? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Listen, you are beautiful. Let's get it popping. Thank you. Tell us a story. Uh, what what drew you to Miss Wendy? What drew you to I did it? Um, actually, a Facebook post from someone else sharing it. Okay. And um, I saw it and I kind of hesitated. I was like, uh, is this really what I want to do? Like, am I really ready for this? But um, after the first time speaking with Wendy it's really just been on and popping ever since. I mean, like she is just the best. I love it, I love it. Yes, yes. Miss Shakira, where are you from? I'm from Birmingham. I love Alabama. your accent. <laughs> I love your accent. So tell us a little, about your, a little bit about your story. Like we, we get like, you talked okay. a little bit, so, what drew you? Like what said, okay, I'm telling it right now. This is it, I'm right now. Okay, so actually, so the, the chapter was supposed to be 2,500 words, right? Mm -hmm. How about I was at 4,000 or something? Come on now. She got a lot to say. Miss Wendy, what I mean is she got another book from her. 
told her, I said, look, do me a favor. Save this right here. Yep. <laughs> Just save this. She said 4000 Mm-mm. It was almost at 6000 the Ooh. first time. Remember, it was almost at six oh, yeah. the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's a nice book. Girl, you, listen, you got like four books in you. You better get, I, get it started. I know, right? And this is my first time. I was I mean, about to I, ask you, is this your first time writing a book? Yes. Look at God. Girl, this is my first time. You was in the birthing room. Now it's time to push. <laughs> I, I received that. I received that. But um, my chapter is um, it's a little bit of a roller coaster. Okay. Um, two baby daddies. I'm not gonna give it away, but and you know that can only be one, right? Listen, <laughs> come on, talk about. So, it. Listen, I got the book and the T-shirt. Been there. Yes. So, yeah. It, okay. It wasn't hard writing. It was really easy, but I'm kind of glad that. It's all not in there. Because mm-hmm. that'll be like, okay, there's some more coming behind it. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Give, You gave me tidbits. I did that for my anthology that's about to come out. I told the people in the intro, get the second book. That means y'all know what's coming. Right. <laughs> if you want to know more. I love it. I love it. I love it. Miss Loretta, how you doing, dear? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I love your hair. Thank Listen, you. What drew you to I Did It? What drew you to Miss Wendy? Okay, well, um, I don't know if everyone knows the history, but Miss Wendy is my cousin. Oh. Our first cousins. And we, have, and we literally have been A1 since day one. I'm a little bit older, um, but, you know, we just clicked as kids. Um, she started moving in a direction and she know me. I'm like a behind the scenes person. Mm-hmm. I'm more so... Um, show not tell, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I kind of felt like a lot of people, they, they, they know my story already because they, you know, the people in my life anyway, and right. I grew into that and they saw me move, progress, do better, great kids, all that stuff. So I didn't feel like there was nothing that needed to be said, but when I was approached about, uh, Miss Wendy approached me about, well, you know, what you went through is something that can really help someone else. Cause she know I was running. I was like, oh my God, she want me to talk to people. <laughs> but you know, I'm 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 so glad that I did. So that that is what drew me to the book project with Miss Wendy. Yes. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about your chapter and don't give it away. Um yeah, my chapter, it, it just really explains, you know where you start and how you can grow and where your learning points can come from. Um, For me, I think it was just all after all said and done, you know, running aimlessly. Um, And then I looked at my children and said, change needs to happen. Awesome. So awesome. So you just left everybody with like a straight gut punch. Like what she mean by that? Get the oh, book, y'all. Get the book. Get the book. Read the book. Hey, Dr. Joe, what it is, girly? Hello, hello, hello. Y'all, I love Dr. Joe, no favoritism, but we've been on a couple <laughs> projects together. Uh, when I first came out the gate with 
becoming an author, a best-selling author, international best author. Dr. Joe was pretty much on the same path. So we've been kind of riding this wave together. And I love to just see the things that she got going on. She has supported me from the beginning. I love everything she has to do with mental health and the, the windows that she opened for people that don't know. So I'll be reaching out to you anyway. Um, we've been trying to actually make our schedules work for her to do the show anyway. So we'll still, <laughs> we'll still do that, Dr. Joe, but I'm so glad. My pleasure. On, uh, here with Wendy and the ladies on I Did It. So tell us what drew you to this project. Actually, I've been on um, some platforms with Miss Wendy and okay. she just had that go get it spirit. <laughs> Definitely. So, and she, she, I'm with a coach. We, we got a coach together. So, <laughs> So that what drew me to her with the, the I did a project when she emailed like, oh, you need to be on this project. Oh, I could be on that project. I was a team mom. <laughs> okay, okay. So I have five kids and actually we, I'm a blended family. So we have eight kids all together. Okay. But five of them is my, is my kids. So I had my first child at the age of 15. Actually, I was beginning to be 16. So mm-hmm. I, I went to school and graduated and stuff like that. Only thing I can do is tell you about my story is I always said that my pitfalls and my imperfections are never defined who I am and what purpose I mm-hmm. what purpose God put in my life. So I had to always perfect that. Come Even on, though my family Joe. had my family had very high expectations mm-hmm. of me on the middle child on both sides. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, and let me tell you, I have five baby different daddies. Don't judge me. <laughs> this ain't no judgment. Only God does, baby girl. We yeah. all have ourselves in the closet. When I say that when I was a teenager, I was a, I, you know, when you have that father, my mother and father wasn't married, but I was split between two households. Right. So my father was there, but he wasn't. So it was like I was looking for a love in a father figure. Yes. So I was getting pregnant with men that I really didn't love. If y'all know what I mean by that. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, I was lessing after them and it's like, you know what? I had to get my life together. This ain't working. <laughs> it might took five kids. <laughs> I got to get my life together. So even though I had a mentor, I didn't have a mentor. I had a godmother who I had God brother. She didn't have any girls. So she was my godmother and she meant to me. And I believe if I didn't have her in my life, I probably would have went in a whole nother direction. Okay. Because my mom had raised, it was seven of us and it was seven of us on my dad's side. So my mother was, had two jobs and she really wasn't there. She was, she was there. She was a good mother, but she wasn't actually there for us so that she can love us and guide us because she had to work to provide for all these kids. Right. So if I hadn't had that mentor in my life, if I hadn't had my godmother in my life, then I probably would have went in a whole nother direction. But you said some key points, like just because you have more than one father, and I don't know if uh, any of the other ladies do, but I do. I have one baby daddy and my husband. And a whole bunch of stuff in between. Y'all read my books too. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that a label should be put on you. 
we we seem like and we have gone through things when we're young like i don't know about just gen- like i think every generation grows up at a different level so i pretty much spectrum that we're all between mid late 30s to 40s mid 40s right so we grew up quick i did and you had to catch up to get along and sometimes that was not necessarily thinking for ourselves or trying to keep up with the joneses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what we see the other ones doing we gonna do and Mm -hmm. my story you just end up pregnant yeah what it is right um but that doesn't mean or make you less than because at the end of the day when you were formed in your one mother's womb god knew you were going to have these five children he knew there was going to be five daddies he knew that you were going to become dr joe like that just blow my mind right there (laughs) five children a whole family a husband you know, a blended family and Dr. Joe. Girl, if you don't give your help, your own self a high five at night, <laughs> I will. You know what I mean? But those are the things. That's the thing I love about women. We're so tenacious. We are so transparent, but yet shaped. The things in life don't necessarily have to rock us. They shape us. And if we can get young women or women that are in their early 20s who haven't experienced what we have to understand that just because life happens and mistakes go on doesn't mean your life is not shaped. Miss Monique, how are you, dear? I'm fine. How are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Tell us a little bit about I Did It, what drew you to the project and to Miss Wendy. Um, well, I've been knowing Wendy since we were children. Um, we actually went to church together and went to elementary school, some parts. <laughs> um, so we've been knowing each other a long time. Um, she actually asked me and I was kind of, I was honored, but kind of floored all at the same time. Like, okay, God, uh, what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, it, it has been, been presented to me on, many occasions that I should write a book, but I didn't think that I would be where I am now. So this is my first time writing a book. Um, I'm excited. (laughs) Um, To write the book, it took a minute, you know, because I didn't realize that it would open up old wounds. But once I got to writing, I have a lot to say. So yeah, I had to make sure I did what I was supposed to so I wouldn't get yelled at. Oh, so you was one of the ones that had to stand to the word count too. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Wendy. She, she got a whole book too. <laughs> oh, look, one or two, but like we gonna talk about all that. Um, but the one thing I learned about writing, it's almost like, you know how you start something? It's like you can't stop. Mm. I've literally written four anthologies my own book, which is a devotional journal. And then I just produced my own anthology and I just started in January. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's something about the relinquishing that happens, the healing that happens. And you got to go back and dig deep sometime. Yeah. deep Cause you know, our processes are not for us. It's for the next woman that we need to speak life into because yes. she's where we were and she don't know how to get out. And all the women that I've come across and I just love how God works and how he directs our paths and intertwines them even as for a reason, a season or for a moment. But mm-hmm. I love how he does that because when he does that, 
He allows you to connect with that person for the moment that you need to connect to for whatever season it is for you to push her. Because a lot of us who are in this realm right now, nobody pushed us. And that's what I noticed about that 35 to 40 some of almost 50 age us ladies, nobody pushed us. We had to work hard. We had to be mothers. We had to figure out who we were. Nobody was telling us when we were in our twenties and teens, oh, you're worth something. Oh, you got this. Just because you're this doesn't mean you're that. Just because you have this doesn't mean you can't do that. So I applaud you ladies for just telling your stories. And first time authors, y'all, I'll just look for y'all to come out with your own books on Facebook. I'll be looking for the posts and the graphics because it's coming in either other anthologies. Let's just give you a tidbit. Don't be jumping on everybody anthology. Yeah, I said it. Right. Your feet wet, baby girl. There's no need to be jumping on everybody anthology because God puts something in you for you to push out for you to produce yourself. Don't be giving away all your gifts. Okay, I'm not gonna preach. But yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You you almost made my shanana come up out. Listen. Listen, he's so real and he's so, so awesome and so marvelous. And we don't realize the marvelous and the intricate details that he's working. Even we don't know that he's working. That behind the scenes God that shows up in the nighttime hour because he's not a God that never sleeps or slumber and he moves in and out of time. So while we're here today, he's already in four years from now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he already put it <laughs> up us. So I just encourage y'all, keep going. Keep going. Maybe come on the chill. See, they said it's Rhema. It's the Rhema for a reason. <laughs> it's Rhema for a reason. Listen, come on now. So let me get off track because I'm about to start preaching. So, Miss Monique, okay. tell us about your chapter just a little bit. Give us a little tidbit. Okay. Um, my chapter is basically um, just showing that no matter the trials that you go through in life, you can the will of God, prayer. Um, Prayer plays a big part. And just being obedient to God's will, you know, we never know what he has for us. So we just have to follow suit. But yes. Yes, just, just, you know, just being obedient um, and you can get through so many things, no matter um, what you're dealt. God don't put no more on you than you can bear. That's all I got to say. God don't put no more on you than you can bear. My pastor often tells us, I think once a Sunday I hear this, find yourself in God's word. Mm -hmm. So everyone's been telling us that I have realized I'm Peter. Peter Nett, I do everything I ain't supposed to be doing, but I look at it this way. Peter became an apostle and God still used him. So I'm on the right path. So find yourself in God's word, just like you said, Ms. Monique, that prayer, that prayer life is so intricate and people sometimes think you got to be though thou art Lord God listening. Hell, mm-hmm. you're going to show up. Yeah. Yes, definitely. That's one thing That's my grandmother taught me. That's one thing my grandmother taught me is to pray and ask for help when you need it. And she yeah. laid that foundation when I was a itty bitty girl. And that's mm-hmm. been with me all my life. And prayer is phenomenal. 
That's all I got to say. It's phenomenal. You come out changed, right? So Mm -hmm. your chapter, what's it about? Just a little bit. Um, My chapter is just basically about, you know, my life, uh, being a teen mother, um, the highs and the lows of things, the things that I've went through, mm-hmm. um, and how I, how I triumphed over a lot of things. Um, just try just triumphing over a lot of things Listen. and still pushing forward to. Hey, ain't nothing like that victory, that victory <laughs> shout, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing like it. Dr. Vivian, come on now. How are you? Let me get it right. Hello, everyone. I am doing wonderfully. Thanks for asking. Oh, my God. You got such a sweet spirit. I feel it. It's exuding. Oh, Thank wow. You. Such a sweet spirit. Tell us what drew us through to I Did It to Ms. Wendy. Yes. So I hear everybody say, I've been knowing her so long. I've been knowing Miss Wendy so long, all the way back to uh, what was that? April of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and I, I just really feel like my whole life, when you look back on it, it was orchestrated by God. Yeah. If you even was were able to see how I met Wendy. Everything was orchestrated by God. And um, I don't even know if she really knew my whole story. Mm -hmm. But when we finally got back home, um, she had told me about uh, her plans to do this when she was thinking about doing it. And I said, you should do it. (laughs) And then when I heard about the title, and I just knew that God had positioned me for such a time as this. And um, even if I tell you a little bit about my chapter, um, it just speaks volumes about my life. And even speaking, listening to Dr. Joe and everyone else, when you first find out that you are pregnant as a teen, there comes so much a wave (laughs) of, of, of negative emotions, negative thoughts, combined with how the world makes you feel about yourself. And it's nothing but God to be able to speak today and say how God had brought you from all of that. And um, I see the pregnancy. I actually had two children at a very young age. I had my first one at 16, fresh out of 15, just like Dr. John, (laughs) fresh out of 15 into 16. And my whole life as a child was to um, prove my worth to other people. Mm. Mm. Always a people pleaser, Mm. in spite of myself. And so seeing how God helped me maneuver through all that. I always look, I listened to one of the women pastors that I was blessed to meet this morning. And I thought, oh, yes, I just see how God is just moving. You know how she always has a conference that talks about women who travail. Mm. And there's a scripture that goes with that. Y'all go ahead and look that up. Okay. You know I'm about to. <laughs> prevail, and you've been through all that, then 
it's time for you to start being a midwife to others, Come right? Hey, God, you, go. you know, you go through this thing, this, this teen pregnancy, you can look at a pregnancy. I mean, if you can go through birthing process, now it's time that I have given and I've gave, you know, birth my child and I've travailed through that. Now it's my turn to be a midwife to somebody else. Hmm. You know, you don't always have to be that, that people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You don't always have, to, but God, I'm telling you, oh, I could just keep going. I'm trying to, I'm bouncing all over. Girl, but, you're fine. Uh, Roll I love the Holy Spirit. Let us know. Mm, my leg, my, my leg is bouncing, y'all. <laughs> hey, bouncing. come on, Jesus, so, come through. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just in awe of this whole thing. I'm in awe of all the author, the co-authors that are in here, and um, what this book is going to do for young women. Okay, um, my book it comes from a place where. I'll just read you a little bit. I'm changing it as Miss Wendy knows. Um, Just read a portion of it. She was another statistic that the world labeled destined for failure. Do you hear what I'm saying? (laughs) Destined for failure. You got that stamp on your head. You got that A on your chest just because you had a child at an early age. But I'm here to tell you that that is not the end of my story. That's right. And we we ha- we are more than conquerors. Come okay. On, on, and he brought us through it so that we can help other women that feel like young women that feel like this is the death sentence. It's not a death sentence. No. It's not a death sentence. God formed me in my mother's womb. And like you said earlier, he knew my ending before my beginning, Come right? On Come on now. So right. I, I'm just, I, I'm just hoping that this chapter, my chapter, and all the other women's chapters help women to see, young women to see, this is not it. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are. This happened for a purpose, on purpose, for Jesus. a purpose. Jesus. So Come on. Come on. I'm Jesus. right. Miss Wendy, right? Let me tell you something. We are the dynamic 12. Yes, with 12 of us us in this mug, and we got every last one of us. Our stories is different. I love it. I could not believe how different everybody's story was. God was very strategic. Yes, yes, yeah, He was very, very strategic. Very. I'm just ready to read the book. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> as, I mean, I, of course, I read everybody's story. And I was just like, for real? <laughs> I'm like, for real? But you and know, as what, to the publisher, the publisher said, girl, this is good. This is good. Yeah. She said, I just want more. I just want more. I love it. I love it. That's when you know the chapter is good. I told my fellow co-authors, if I'm laughing, crying, talking about girls say what? Oh, you hit it. And you Mm -hmm. gave everybody just a little bit that they needed to keep wanting to know more about you, about your story and how you can help them. So y'all get ready because y'all about to have an overflow. Come on, God. An overflow of people reaching out to y'all. If you don't have businesses, if you don't have books, if you don't have things going on, ladies, get ready because this right here is going to open up the door. And 
I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So this book right here, hey, God, this book right here will be the one that's in the group home. Come on, Lord. This one right here will be the one that's in the group homes. This will be the one that's in the middle school with the, the groups and the mentoring programs. Because let me tell you, I got a mentoring program. I work at a middle school. It's called the Gems of the Swamp. Mm. That's what they about to that's be. Powerful. <laughs> Because our we're, we're called the Gators, right? And our school's considered the swamp. No, 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 no. Let me change the perspective of how y'all look at these young ladies. And we're in, in, we're at inner city school, so we're right. the gems of the swamp. But guess what? They' about to be reading because they need to understand that they go into high school. First of all, don't do it. But if you gon' do it, know that you can do it. Yeah, mm. that's right. And let these stories be the lessons that you learn, mm-hmm. not to do it. Right. So you don't have to go through. Yes. Let your go through be something else for you to get through. Come on, Jesus. Oh, that's man. right. Yeah. Man. I was, you man. know, like we talked about before, I think on our another interview, we talked about who these stories will impact. Mm-hmm. The stories will impact the teenagers that are not pregnant, yep. that are Come thinking on. about doing something, the right. ones that are pregnant, the families, the friends, and not only them. The adults that were teenage mothers that still sitting up mm-hmm. there thinking that their life is over because mm-hmm. of a child that they had as a teenager. Yeah. Right. It's up to you to push Say through. That. Say it. that. It, that the part. same way that you have to push that baby out as a teenager, you got to push your way through and pray your way through. Amen. And what is it? It's push, pray until something happens. Come on. Mm-hmm. Something has to happen. Come on, Evangelist. You keep on praying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, man. Keep on praying. Because when I tell you, I mean, I didn't get a chance to say what mine was about, but the floor is yours. I was so strategic because when I went to God, I said, Where do you want me to start? Mm-hmm. It's so much. Where do you want me to start? He said, From the beginning. Okay. Ah, oh, when I was sneaking. Come on. Going to meet them little boys in elementary school. Okay. See, that's where it started. But when you got the parents, they got the street lights. If you went home before the street lights, they don't know nothing. That's you right. You went home before the street lights. Right. That's right. As long as you in this house. Hey, yep. yes. on the porch, on the porch, you're in the house. Mm. We used to play house. <laughs> that don't mean on the concrete on the last step that means on the porch not right. at your friend house down the street I can't mm-hmm. get on the porch and look at you down the street but it's like where does it start how do you even start figuring out your body your hormones what do right. you know what don't you know you know absolutely nothing mm-hmm. but you experiment mm-hmm. you experiment I had three kids by the time I was 19 the first one two weeks before I turned 16. But I'm gonna tell you something. I had that second one my senior year. I was not giving up all of those years that I had worked hard for. Right. I worked hard for them years. Right. But I'm gonna tell you, you can do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. My mother wasn't one of them that was gonna be doing all that babysitting. But it was her quote was this you gonna go to school and you gonna make something out of yourself Mm 
I'm a babysit this boy while you go to school. But when you get here, you get your tail in here and you get your package. Uh-oh, come on now. That's what she said. Right. You're going to get in here and you're going to get your package. And she was not playing. Mm. You almost couldn't even go to the bathroom when you walked in the house. Uh-uh, <laughs> come on, get him. Come get him. You are playing. That's why the reaction. We probably all had a mama like that. Uh, somebody. Yeah. somebody. Let, me, let me tell you, my mom, like, you take your baby to school with you. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't had nowhere to put him. <laughs> it was not, well, in doing in Savannah, you could take your baby to school during that time because they had a program called TAP. Yeah, so she said you take the school with you. Yeah, didn't have it. Yeah. Now I'm in Savannah. They don't have it anymore. No, they don't have it no more. During that time, they did. Yeah, but they did have it. They did have it because when I'm originally from New Jersey, they had it in New Jersey too. So actually, it just came up this week about having a program for pregnant teens, and one of the principals said, "Not in my school because you're setting a precedent." I said, "Oh wait, let me." We didn't have it at school. They they. The verge it to another building. Okay. So he didn't want it at the school. The principal didn't want it at the school. Oh, so they wanted a whole new building. building. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what they talk about. Good night. Jesus, fix it. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's like I said, you know, earlier, ladies, like being a teen mom is so like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's not like it was when we were coming up and it was such a horrific thing. Yeah. You know, where you got to go and hide in boarding school, go live with mm-hmm. me down in uh, Ohio somewhere because can't nobody know who you is in the state that mm-hmm. you are. My daughter mm-hmm. can't handle baby. Don't be in a church. Lord, have mercy. Let's not go. Ooh, girl, that's another whole new chapter for y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, don't be in the church because while I love our church people, we can be the most judgmental, <laughs> even though yes. they're not unforgiving. Yes. Yeah. Right. But that's why God just has the building there. The church is us. So how we react and and treat people is magnifying the church because we are the church. That's right. Yes. All right. That was a visitor telling me she had no more popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) The visitor. Okay, we're gonna pause real quick, then we'll take it back up. Hey, so Ms. Wendy, if the ladies wanted to know how to get in touch with Ms. Wendy, what does she do? What can she offer me? Is she a coach? Where can I find her? What's the information? Let us know about the book date, the paperback, the ebook, and then how can people connect with Ms. Wendy? Book release date is October 8th. Mm-hmm. I am on social media. I'm on Facebook at Wendy Banks Roads. I am on Instagram at Roads Wendy Banks. And I'm on LinkedIn at Wendy Roads. I have a website and that is Self Love Redefined. Self Love Redefined. I am a transformational support coach where I take women who have gone through traumas and young girls who are pregnant, who've gone through sexual abuse or even uh, physical abuse, emotional abuse, people even abuse themselves, but I take them in their situations and show them how to heal, to get on the other side of that by a three-step process, which is transform, transition, and tranquility, transformation of the mind, Transition from a place of stagnation and fear to a place of tranquility and peace. 
Come on, self. Is that all that the the umbrella of self love? That's what self love. I love it. I love it. And listen, I told you I'm a lurker when I do speak, right? So I have seen your lives, and I'm like, she better go ahead. I love it. I love everything you're standing for. I love what you're doing and um, the people who don't speak, there's many people who watching you. So let me encourage you to keep going no matter what it looks like. When the brick wall comes, girl, claw around it. Mm-hmm. Because you have I said, to- get on anyway. Yeah, and I'd be like, go, right. get on anyway. Yeah, I, I love, I love, I love it. Y'all, listen, y'all better look for Miss Wendy because she's going to help you transform and then get to the tranquil place that you need to be in. And as women, as career women, as mothers, um, wives, um, we're in that stage. I don't know about you all where you're transitioning from being the daughter to now you're being the caretaker in some instances. If that's the case, sometimes we lose ourselves. So Miss Wendy, correct me if I'm wrong, we lose our goals, we lose our visions. Even if we started a process, sometimes things will come off and knock us off the journey. But self-love and Ms. Wendy gonna help you get yourself right together. Y'all know how I do. Get yourself right together and get you back on that process and get you to the place you want to be. So y'all look for Ms. Wendy on social media. Look for this book. It is amazing. Miss Vivian, tell the ladies how to connect with you if you have anything else coming up. And uh, how do they find Ms. Vivian? Oh, yes. Um, You can find me right now on Vivian.Write on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Um, And right now, there's going to be so many things coming out. I'm so glad just how you were talking earlier about your story. Um, Once I started this process, God just started just downloading so many things. So y'all stay tuned because this is just the tip of the iceberg. God is just downloading so many things for me um, in my ministry, in my personal life. So there's more to come. Right now, as you said, I'm going to be touching base with a couple of group homes. We have um, a home that's for women, young women that are pregnant. I'm going to be doing some workshops there. I'm going to be uh, coordinating with another group, um, a woman that I met that God connected me with last year. She has a group home for women, and she also gives out different supplies for young moms, diapers, and has different resources. I'm going to be connecting with her, doing some things, Um, a radio station that's local. I'm going to be touching base with them, seeing if I can get on board with them and touch and talk with them. I'm doing my dissertation right now for my doctorate. I'm ABD all but dissertation. (laughs) I even see how that is even connecting my dissertation topic, connecting with this book and how I can take my ministry to the next level. So y'all don't sleep on me. I got some things that God is is downloading in me and I'm hoping that I can connect the dots. Amen. That is wonderful. I'm I'm excited for you and I can tell you. Thank you. I'm in, I got two more classes before I go to my dissertation stage. I'll be in my dissertation stage in 2022. And I haven't even gotten there yet. And the doors that have opened just because somebody said, Dr. Lee. Mm. I said, what? Oh, okay. Y'all think I'm playing. So let me take Jesus. I need, that. I need 
And you know, that's what I'm saying. Let me take this quick break I need to take with the deal with some things with my little one, because that's just a distraction. But devil, I got you, because I'm going to finish, right? Mm. So that just inspired me, Dr. Vivian. Thank you for that. And just the way you're going to connect with women is going to be amazing. Dr. Joe, you everywhere, honey. Where we can find you at? I am everywhere. You can find me at Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn as Dr. Joe Harris. I am all I also have a website. Um, um I have my own practice where I um it's the name of it, it's Common Minds LLC. So I'm, I'm I do blogging as well. You can reach me. The blog is um www.healthymindsandhearts.press.com. So I blog about mental health is 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 the journey that I went through doing my mental health. So it's basically giving people tips, giving people um stories of what I went through and all like my latest um article that I wrote was saying no unapologetic. <laughs> Listen, ain't nothing like the ministry of no. <laughs> Cause let me tell you, I was one of the ones like, yes, 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 yes. And don't you know I've noticed no is a sentence. What you say, explanation, quotations, <laughs> how you want it. I love it. No is a sentence. <laughs> so I it, I was a person that always helping, helping, helping. So I had to pull back. So I like, you know what? Let me write an article about this. So I wrote an article about that. <laughs> then I wrote an article as well as about living in my purpose. Cause when I was a team when I was a team mom, I didn't know what God purpose has for me. So I wrote an article about what that I went through as God presented me with his purpose and stating my purpose. I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all look for Dr. Joe. I saw that you were speaking somewhere last week. I said, come on, Jesus. Come through. I love it. I love it. Miss Monique, where can we find you at? What you got coming up? What you doing? Okay, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, and also I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to, I've been asked by my pastor to do some things in the ministry. Um, yes. A lot of things is, is really starting to open up. Um, so he asked me to do some things in the ministry uh, as far as a lot of the young women in the ministry. And yeah, because he said he kind of, got an idea on what the, our book is about. So um, he wants me to do that. Um, I I also have a group home working with uh, adults with mental health. Um, mental health. And um, I'm also going to be reaching out uh, to others because a few people had asked me to come and do some things as far as their organization is concerned, working with young women. Um, a lot of teenage girls, a lot of young women, uh, a, a lot of our girls are broken Yes, and, and they really need direction and, and they need to hear from some, a woman or women who've been through the things yes. that they've been through or similar things that they've been through, uh, someone who understands what they're going through. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my goals to, uh, also reach out to them mm-hmm. and, um, the story of my life, every time I meet somebody, I'm ministering to them and don't even recognize it until later on. 
and that, that could be older women as well. So I'm just going to just let the Lord use me how he used me and whatever avenues he opened up for me, whatever doors he opened up for me and however I'm supposed to walk into it, as long as I'm walking in excellent and you know, I'm all right with it. So Amen. It's not about perfection. It's about excellence. And that's what our father is. He does things in excellence. So you want to write back, baby girl. I love it. Ms. Shakira, tell us what you got going on. Where can we find you? Well, I am on Facebook, um, Shakira Morning Trace. I am also, I did not say this before, but I started a podcast at one time, but I kind of got lazy with it and didn't um, continue it. But um, this book is going to help me, um, you know, launch back out with that. I also have a ministry called Try More that's um, comprised of my married name and my maiden name. And it's a ministry for teen girls as well. So I had, um, I talked with Wendy about it. um, And it's also in the book. I had kind of got straight away because um if you don't get the attention of the parents the parents won't bring the children and so um i'm i'm just like on pins and needles really y'all i'm just so excited about this book because the book is gonna help me rebuild on that so i'm gonna um launch back out with that ministry along with um i'm partnering with my high school where I graduated from one of the teachers there um I'll be speaking to one of her classes later on in well in October so hopefully that'll start some things and get some things moving and I'm just excited and ready to see where God's gonna take this book and us that's right I love it I love it Miss Loretta what you got going on baby girl where can they find you at I had to unmute. I'm sorry. Um, yes, right now I'm not a big social media um, person, but I am on Facebook um, just by my name, Loretta Warren. Um, and that's it right now for me. Um, I do have um, a nonprofit that I'm working on with another lady. It's called Women in Progress. Um, it is definitely um, going to play a part with the book. Um, that we are putting out because I think these ladies are going to need it. It's for teenage girls, age 14 to 18, that's coming out of the system, whether it be juvenile um, detention centers or foster care um, that need guidance into, you know, just transforming, you know, things that may have been missed in childhood that they need to start learning as they're becoming adults. So that is in the works. And um, that's just it, Loretta. I love it. I love it. Well, I just want you to know when you do book anthologies and people really get to just know a little bit about you, get ready because the windows open, the gates open. Um, One thing I've learned, and I'm sure that uh, Dr. Joe and Wendy can testify to, just be careful of what you connect to, you know, and not like them right connections because right connections hit different. You know what I mean? You know when it's the right people you know when it's the right project and as dr joe said understand and know that no is a sentence and it's okay you don't got to be on everybody thing because um especially when you knew out the gate when they know that you did one and you got a little taste of it they come for you <laughs> they 
come for you. So um, never lose sight of the vision that God gave you. And that's for all you ladies, you know, never lose sight of the vision that God gave you, what he's called you to, because you can jump on people's projects and do things. And those are wonderful because networking and connections are great. But he also called us to something individual. And I've just been learning in this season of my entrepreneurship, authorship, you ain't about to pimp my gift. And, and that's, that's kind of raw to say, but I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm just going to say it. So I'm excited. I can't wait till October 8th. Um, I'm already believing God, international bestseller, bestseller. And let me tell y'all something. I think Dr. Joe and Wendy can testify to this as well. It's something when they say your name, when they say bestselling author in front of it. It's something when you put a graphic up or you got your business and it says international bestselling author. You know, you never know because social media is so, I love social media, but I hate it. Sometimes I got to just turn off from it because, you know, the sharks. <laughs> but I say all that to say that even with social media, people know who you are. You don't even realize it. I have been in the store and they be like, oh, don't you got a book coming out? Whoa, who are you? Wait a minute. I'm saved, but I'm still a thug. Roll up. Don't roll up. On <laughs> my husband be like, oh God, here she go. Listen, Peter was a thug. I'm that girl. Don't try me. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I know how to tell you all for the name of Jesus in love. Yeah. Y'all, this show was great. I'm so thankful yeah. for you, ladies. I'm so excited for the book. Listen, y'all know I cannot end the show without my open invitation. If you do not know the Lord, if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you are saved. Let him get you right together. Relationship is locked and loaded and you'll never be the same. I can tell you, I can testify. I am a work in progress and yet he's still working on your girl. So I just appreciate you ladies. Thank you for what you're about to produce, Miss Wendy. Kudos to you because this is a subject that nobody wrote about. Right. Thank, thank you, you for having you. us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all, we about to roll out because uh, y'all know how I do. I got a paper to write. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I got to do some business. Some Raymond Women's Center, y'all. Listen, y'all can connect with me at RaymondWomenCenter.com, RaymondLLC.com. You can also connect with me on info at RaymondWomenCenter.com. That's our email. The website has been revamped. I'm super excited because it has all the entities, all my entities, everything Rayma, everything I do has Rayma on it. I just fell in love with that word probably about 15 years ago and I just couldn't shake it. So you got Rayma Women's Center. Raymond Institute of Leadership. We got new classes starting October 4th. I'm super excited about that. We're shifting in 2022 to a completely online platform where we'll have different professors coming on and not just coming on giving you work, but you'll be able to connect with your professors. So I'm excited about that. So we have leadership, time management, stress stress, work-life balance. Let's do it. Rainbow women, where y'all at? And then we have, of course, the podcast. I can catch us on every platform. Always open to guests. Long as you are a rainbow woman and understand this is Jesus's platform and not nothing about Serene. I love, love, love y'all. I'll see you here next Saturday. Have a blessed day, y'all.